Welcome to the Renee Massey Show. This podcast is a look into the life of extraordinary people who have achieved life-changing accomplishments. These stories highlight the human spirit in all its glory. Your host, Renee Massey, will take you into the world of everyday people as no one has ever done before. Renee uses her platform to shed light on hardworking people with integrity and vision. These people are the true icons of humanity. Listen in as Renee seeks to shed light on these stories about real people and real stories. And welcome to the Renee Massey Show. Thank you so much. I'm so honored and excited to have Mr. Jeff Jenkins here today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for, for being here. And I know you're super busy um, and with everything going on right now, but you've taken the time out and to come sit with me. Thanks. Oh, all day. I'm glad to be here. Yes, yes. Thank you again for being here. And I have so many questions and so many things I want to talk about, but... You are just, you know, you're doing big things right now. You have a big movement going on. You're doing things for, you know, plus size um, travel. Mm -hmm. And we're going to dive into all of that. But first, let's talk about who you are, where you're from, um, to let our listeners know a little bit, a little background about you first. Yeah. So uh, my name is Jeff Jenkins. I'm born and raised in Orlando, Florida. Uh, that's Mickey Mouse country. Uh, <laughs> my dad actually is a chef at Disney World. Oh, so, wow. So, fun fact, I've never paid to actually go into Disney. Um, but, yeah, I moved to... When was the first time you went there to Disney? The first time I can remember going was five. Wow. Yeah, like, I, I remember that he didn't tell me that he worked there uh, or my little brother. But I just remember, like, driving far out. And I was like, I woke up. And he was like, hey, wake up. And you could just see like the Disney World arches, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's Disney!" So me <laughs> and my brother like freaked out, and it was just it was a great time. So, but yeah, I've been here now for in Austin, Texas, for uh, eight years. Okay. Uh, last month made eight years. I can't believe it's gone that long. Wow. Or that fast. So you said so you have a you have one brother. It was only you and a brother growing up. No. Uh, so I have an older sister. Uh, my mom and dad um, had me, myself and my brother, uh, and then I have two younger uh, siblings for my dad, and then my mom just got remarried, so I got a bonus brother. Awesome. Well, mm -hmm. congratulations thank on you, that. Thank you, thank you. Bigger family is awesome. Um, so, um, so do you feel like since you've been here for eight years that... Oops, that you are a native Texan now, or how do you feel about that? I'm good. Um, yeah, I, I definitely like Texas is Texas is definitely home now. Um, I, I love Austin more than um, just any other place that I've lived. Um, so you've it, been in really, Austin the whole time, the whole eight yeah, years. The whole eight years. My, my mom actually moved uh, a week and a half after I moved to Austin. Uh, to Dallas, so uh, I've been up to Dallas multiple times. I've been all over Texas now uh, visiting, but Austin feels like home. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what brought you here? To get out of Florida. <laughs> Literally, it was out of it was out of Nashville and Chicago, um, and I, I I love Nashville, but I was just like uh, I don't know if I want to move there. And then even with Chicago, it was everybody would be like, and even people that have lived there their whole lives. Uh, would be like, oh, Chicago's great, but it's cold. It's cold. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I could do the cold. And so uh, I was on the phone, actually, with my friend, deliberating between those two. And he said, man, you should just move to Austin. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I should move to Austin. And literally about a month or so later, I was here. Wow. Mm -hmm. Was there something in particular that was going on in Florida that wanted you wanted to leave? Uh, yeah, the temperatures are similar, right? Temperatures are similar. Um, I don't know. It's just like... I you wanted know. something different. Yeah, I wanted something different. I was actually in Miami at the time. I was living there for two years. And I just jelly. wanted something different. Nah, no? It ain't much to be jealous about. Like, it's it's great. The scenery's great. Uh, I don't think... I've been to South Beach once. And we enjoyed the visit. But the driving is 
in that yeah, schedule? Yeah, it's fast. It's, I think the culture itself is not like Austin. Okay. Uh, very materialistic in a lot of ways. Okay. Uh, people tell you that. Even people that live in Miami will tell you that. It's very, very... Everybody's trying to keep up with the Joneses. Really? Um, and so, uh, being a teacher, living there at the time, uh, it was not that great. I actually made $17,000 more as a teacher here than I did in Miami. And in Miami, cost more. Wow. So let's talk about that a little bit. You mentioned being a teacher. So um, what took you to to that career at that time? Well, I never thought I'd be a teacher. Um, I was in school. I was a business administration major. What grade uh, were you teaching? Oh, no, hold on. Or, uh, before that, oh. before I even got into teaching, I was talking about how uh, when I was in college, I was a business administration major and... Um, after my first year, I was like, man, you know what I really want to do? I want to do music. Uh, and so I, was, I became a music major. And from there, um, my professor was like, well, um, you should do music education because if you're like looking for a job later, like you can probably get a job right out of high school or right out of college. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually took me down the path of music education and then becoming a teacher. So I had no no desire to ever be a music teacher. And, and I ended up were. doing it for uh, nine years. Okay. How was that experience? Um, it was rewarding and uh, daunting and, and, to be honest, uh, lack of a better word, just like sucky. Sucky. It was very sucky <laughs> at times. Because just the admin and I don't feel like teachers get a fair shake. I don't. Um, I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, I really do feel like... Um, underpaid. Underpaid. They don't get the respect from like like parents ask for a lot, administration asks for a lot, the the district asks for a lot, and so um, I don't know. It's yeah, it's 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 not the greatest for teachers. Yeah. Especially I I was in Title One schools, uh, so it was just always interesting. Do you think that that will change in the future for teachers? Things. Will be better. Uh, the, I feel like a whole. Pay and... To be honest, a whole revolution needs to happen for that to happen. Like, it, and I and I I think it could happen, just like uh, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, when people all are coming together, um, I think that can be the same thing that happens. When for everyone teachers. comes together for the greater good, right? Mm-hmm. And especially for the education of our kids. Right. Um, it like should the, be a bigger. Thing, but they, I feel like it's it definitely not. should brush under the rug a little bit, right? Yes, it definitely is, and so, um, and 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 that's why a lot of times you get some poor teachers at times. Poor but is in like it stinks that the industry lost somebody like you that's so loving, so kind, and giving and patient mm-hmm. because of those things. Um, I I hope too that something like that. You yeah, know, they 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 take the the innovation even out of myself. Like things that I wanted to do with the kids and ideas uh, that you had. Yeah, they, they you weren't able to do them. It was uh, suppressed and oppressed in a lot of ways. So um, they say the average teacher uh, stays in school for three to five years, and a lot of people quit. That's so, horrible. so I actually just wanted to make sure I made it past five, and I did. So good, good. Well, congratulations to you. <laughs> Thank you. And <laughs> shout out to all the teachers out shout there. Shout out that- to them. Yeah. Shout out to all my friends. Yeah, I really do. That are still uh, out there doing it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely... Especially now during this, you know, crazy virus pandemic mm-hmm. world we're living in right now. Um, so then fast forward, now you're, you've done that. And so you got out of the teaching. And then did that take you directly into what you're doing now? No, it actually took me into the direction of starting a NGO, a non-government uh, organization with a couple of my friends. Uh, uh, we started building water wells in Rwanda. Okay. I went on a mission trip uh, the summer that I um, quit my job or retired from teaching. Um, and when I while we were on those the the trip, me and my friends came back and was like, "Hey, these people need water." Uh, in that same city that we were in, none of us was engineers. None of us knew. I didn't even know where water came from, like out of the ground. And I was always, always wanted to know that back in the day too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we started a project building water wells in Rwanda, 
And while I was in Rwanda uh, going to build the wells, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to be able to go around the world and help people get paid to do it. And uh, that's what sparked the interest in, like, what is it that I really want to do? Like, what is it that I really want to do? And I was like, that's to travel the world and get paid. And so that's when I got on this journey. Awesome. Travel mm-hmm. the world and get paid. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like you have a movement going on oh, yeah. for, for everybody. So then you started um, your, what it, tell everybody what your IG name is. Yeah, so it's Chubby Diaries underscore underscore. But yeah, Chubby Diaries uh, is my platform. Uh, we help chubby people travel the world. Um, and like even getting started with it, I didn't think that I would, I needed, people kept saying like, okay, hey, like I typed in like how to become an influencer, how to, how to get this thing going, travel influencer. And it was like, pick a niche, find a niche. Um, and I was like, oh, I can just talk about like me being like, I want to help black travelers. And because at the time, even then, uh, still a lot of black people weren't traveling internationally. Yeah. But it was still a lot of black influencers already in that space. Mm-hmm. So my cousin, who's a PR agent, uh, was like, hey, I think you should like, um, like find something else. Like, and so she gave me like this paper to fill out. I filled it out. And I was like, I don't think I got anything out of it. And she was like, no, right there. She was like, you're fat and black. Like, talk about that. <laughs> And and that's what it was. I was like, huh, you're right. Because it was like, what is something... Find your niche, right? Yeah, your niche. Like, dwindle it down. Right. What's some of the easiest things that you could talk about? And that's what made it so much even easier to, like, write about and share my experiences is me as a plus-size person. I also wanted to do stuff that other people weren't doing, uh, not knowing that it would be this. But I was like, yo, there's really nobody talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in America alone, uh, 62% of men are plus size. Uh, 70% of women are plus size. So it's definitely the majority. Yeah. Uh, and even in my category, which is like obese, uh, it's still 42% of uh, Americans, which is 128% uh, of people. So there's a very large percentage of people yeah. uh, out here in America. But... When I would travel, I never saw any plus-size person uh, like traveling as much as I was. Okay. And so I knew there was a need or uh, something that needed to be talked about. Do you feel that people weren't traveling because they felt um, judged or uncomfortable? Um, you know, yes, whether to all of boarding that. during the during the flight after. Um, yeah, you- all of that. Definitely, all of that. It's it's. It's a combination of all of that. Um, like the, and it, it usually starts with the plane ride. Um, there's people like, nobody ever wants to sit in the middle seat. Um, sometimes flights can be very jam-packed. And if it's a jam-packed flight, it might be okay to go an hour or two to another city or state. Um, but going seven to, to 24 hours yeah. on an airplane, like that could be daunting. Um, but I've learned and not even thinking about it just so I could find ways to find comfort, uh, being on these flights. I just like had my own like hacks that I never even thought about. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I knew I was doing it, but I didn't like think about it as much. Um, until me and my wife, Nina, uh, we went on a trip together and we were, we literally were on the airplane and it came down to the middle seat. First of all, me and her do not make great um, airplane seat buddies. You don't? No, never. Yeah, this is your wife you speak of. Yes, yes. And it's her fault. But, um, yes, I, I thought she would be close and want to hug and love on me. No, she doesn't. She doesn't like it at all. So She's like, um, Yes, yes. She wants, <laughs> like, literally all of her space on flights. This is my space. Mm-hmm. This is your space. Yeah, yes. so, so she... Um, because especially if we travel, she doesn't want to be in the middle seat. And um, if we're like in a, a seat of three, she probably will have to be the person in the middle. And uh, so she doesn't like that. But with all that being said, we were on that flight 
And it, it was something about the middle seat or something. And I was like, you don't think about that? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, do you think about this? Like, do you think about weight limits? Do you think about restrictions? What about fitting? And she was like, nah, I don't ever think about that. And I said, oh, my gosh. I was like, you, I think about that stuff all the time. Like, that's always in, like, in the my forefront. head. Like, yeah. the forefront of my head. Like, like yo, I'm always thinking about, like, oh. And you're I like, damn, you little person. Yeah. And so, that, that literally, like, opened the door to, like, oh, I might be on something here. Um, and, sure. and even starting Chubby Diaries, uh, it, it turned into that, like people, like I'm sharing my experience and people being like, yo, I have that same experience. I have that same thought, like, and that like changed everything for me. Um, yeah, and just like, just everything that I have going on. So the more and more I share my experience, the more and more people I find out who have the same experiences. That is great. I mean, I think that you are giving people strength. Mm -hmm. um, you are giving people inspiration because a lot of people may be shy, embarrassed. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, like they're the only ones in the whole world. world that think that way. And yep. they want to go places too. Yep. Except not right now. We can't. It's Rona time. Yep, yep, yep. But after that, um, I mean, there's a little travel going on, but um, still... So what would you what would, what has been the most uncomfortable or traumatic or worst experience with traveling that you felt or somebody did to you that sticks out? Um, I don't. I would say just a ride, like standing in line at Universal, and like I'm in this line and uh, we get up to the top of the ride and I can't fit. Uh, on the ride and then like even people are coming over and they're trying to like help me put the thing on so then more people come over and you can see all these people in line so it was definitely embarrassing um and so i didn't feel humiliated i just felt very like isolated and embarrassed in the moment and so i, I would say that's the the only thing um universal and other attractions aren't like disney because disney is way like poof or they're proof they call themselves Poo friendly. Poo so, friendly. Yes, they call themselves poo friendly. That's so, nice. So yeah, they make sure make they make things uh larger uh for people so that other uh plus size people can ride their rides and stuff like that. And so and I was like, I if Disney can do that. that, yeah. If Disney can do that, you all can do it too. And the way I even look at it now, um, and I feel like that's what has helped me even blossom even in brands idea. It's like, y'all, it's, if it's 128 million people like me, that's a hundred. That's a very big market. And so if you were able to go they're after... They're losing out a lot of money. They're too. missing out on a lot of money. And that's what I tell them. Because they want to ride rides too. Yeah, they do. And and people are smart. Like, people are innovative. They're, they're, they're geniuses. They, they know how to put planes in the air. Like, I know you can make a, a ride or you can make a harness that can fit a plus-size person. Yeah. And so, um, even I always tell people about, like, zip lining. Um, like, most of the zip lines only can do, like, 250 pounds. But there's zip lines out there. Uh, there was a show I used to watch, and they used to take the, the abscess from a tree, and I can't even think of the name of it right now. But they would, like, those are, like, expensive, like items that people decorate and put in their houses. Okay. Um, and these things weigh like a few tons. Like they, they weigh a lot. Of them. And so they would take those from top of hills on zip lines all the way down. And I was like, there's no, there's no person that weighs a few tons. You understand? So it's like, if they can do that for trees, they, that means they can do that for, for people. And so it's, it's things well, like they that. They have harnesses and things like that. They, that move wildlife um, um, in, in farmland that they have to move because they're injured or something from one point to another mm -hmm. and they put them in a harness and they lift them and so and people don't weigh that much either they don't weigh yeah. as much as a cow exactly mm -hmm. so, so same same thing it's there if you want it yeah and I and that's why I feel like the industry can change and and a lot of people even like my uncle when I first told him I was starting it um, he was like why don't you just tell people to lose weight and you won't have to have this. 
And I was like, true, but there's already so many other things out there that's telling people to lose weight. Uh, don't do nothing until you get to this size. Uh, and I was like, no, I want to talk to the person where they're at, like right, right now. now. Exactly. Like, like, do okay. It, it might take you like if you have this weight goal that you want to get to. What if it takes you five years? You can't exactly, travel five years. Exactly. Right. And so that's that's my whole point. I'm getting people years, active. Whatever. I'm getting people out there, out of the house, motivated, movie. encouraged, and so getting them moving and yes. stuff like that. Like you were saying, yeah. Like that's that's yes. what like my whole um, like mission. My mission and like one of my uh, mottos is live life now. Okay. Uh, so getting people out there to live life now. Good, good, good. That's a great message. Mm -hmm. That's a great message Appreciate to share. You. And it is, I mean, I think you said it best there because, yes, it's a good message to share, like lose weight and get healthy and do all these things. Nobody's saying not to do that. Yes. But right now that you're not there, mm -hmm. why not go try to go to these amusement parks and uh, travel and do mm -hmm. these different things, restaurants and airplanes, hotels, um, yeah, shark dive, great white shark dive in South Africa. Why not? Yeah, why can't you do it? You should why do it. Why not do it? And so I, I, and that's what I do with Chubby Diary. So it's, it's all about giving like those tips and tricks and things that will uh, make it more accessible for plus size people. I think that that's a great message. Um, out of all the places that you've traveled, what would you say is your most memorable uh, place that you've gone to? My most, uh, well, my favorite country I ever been to is Japan, Ooh, hands down. Konnichiwa. Yep. Um, I, I stayed there for four months. Um, it's the culture, the tradition, and the food. Like it's just incredible. Right. Like the way that they even bring the food out to you. It's like it's like a piece of art. Even if it's at like a rinky dink restaurant. They're gonna bring that food out and make it look really and nice, uh, and so I'm a huge ja Japanese um, food fan, Japanese culture fan. I oh, worked wow. for a Japanese company for five years, wow. so I know conversational Japanese a little bit. So you know more than me because I was there. I well, this is because the company so I worked well. for they sent me to school to learn it. For, so when the uh, the higher ups came from Hong Kong, mm -hmm. they wanted sense. us, the admin staff, to be able to greet them and say the basic stuff yep, to them. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they, they're big on respect. That makes and at sense. least say, you know, Jeff San or, you know, Konnichiwa, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, Arigato, you know, just like they would make this, they just, and so I've, I'm rusty now, but I'm sure that I could. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Food. But yeah, and it's, it's and just. And the food. The food is great, Everything but it's just the. Delicious. I always tell people out of like most countries I go to, they cater to you coming. So even as Americans, they cater to you. Like they cater like, oh, Americans do whatever y'all want. But in, in Japan, it's like, like what, what, I don't want to do the wrong thing. Like they, they're so, they have so many traditions and their culture is just so rich that like you just want to make sure you do everything right. And they do stuff that we do just, just opposite. Like when it comes down to sipping or slurping, like slurping in Japan is a good thing. Um, yeah, like the louder you slurp, that means the more you like it. Um, oh, my so, dad would fit in good there. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so people like that to me, I thought was crazy. Even the bowing, um, even if it's a polite, like quick high, like it's, it's, it's a bow that goes with it. And it's just, I love that. It feels a uh, Japan, although it's very, uh, developed, uh, it still feels like one of the most foreign places I've been. Wow, that is that is an awesome trip. Mm -hmm. um, what is uh, another one of your favorites? My favorite city is New York. I just felt like I went to Japan with you when you telling a story, though. <laughs> and that's part of the storytelling that I love hearing from people when you they take trips because you can almost take somebody there. Mm -hmm. You took you just took me to Japan and you didn't oh, even yeah. know it. Yeah, I'm already thinking about it now. <laughs> but no, I, I, my favorite city is New York. Uh, we don't have to talk about New York, but um, <laughs> I love Italy. Um, Italy definitely was one of my favorite trips uh, I've been on. We actually went for, we call them uh, honeymoons uh, instead of anniversaries. Uh, so we try to take a, a trip every anniversary and uh, Italy was on our list. Yeah. And we were able to go and to be able to go to like Rome and oh, wow. being able to see all those old artifacts and uh, things that you read in books and in the Bible. 
Like it was all there. And it was that place is just incredible. The people and the food, uh, so much pasta and it's just all good. You've seen so many things. You have so many short stories to share. You think that one day you'll have a story to share with a little one? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, like we 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 definitely want kids. So that that'll they'll they'll be going with us. Yeah. So they'll be making their own. Their that'll own be stories. cute. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm 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 excited and and ready to do a whole like like backpack. The have the child. <laughs> Like on me, <laughs> yeah. And going, get those those little backpacks, and then you put them right here. It's like, what do you need? Here's your pacifier. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I definitely want to do that. And then you can share those stories and move on. That is just a beautiful thing to share with your kids and you know grandkids, and you're gonna be legendary with um your 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 own family that you're building. I appreciate you. Thank oh, you. No. Thank and you. I just know it. I see it. Thank I you. I see it. Um. So you 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 just feel like with this whole movement, this whole this plus size um, travel thing that you're doing, you feel like you want to just your goal is to what? My goal is to to make travel more inclusive. Uh, overall, travel make it more accessible, um, make it more comfortable uh, for plus size people. Have you seen any changes? Uh, no, not yet. But I see changes in people's mindsets. Um, it's is changes coming. Yeah, I, and I feel it's coming. Um, and it, it's more so like I'm being able to now, and I am. I'm seeing the small changes in the sense of people giving me their platforms, like major travel brands are giving me their platforms to to speak about uh, my time in the air and and with travel and things like that. So, uh, and they're talking about how they can be more inclusive. Uh, so I, I definitely know that it's coming. What's your favorite quote? My crave favorite quote is, um, why one? not? Why not? Mm-hmm. And definitely at this moment, I can't stop saying it. Like, and every time that I get caught up in stinking thinking or anything like that, like, why can't I do that? Why not? Like, why not be this, 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 this famous Plus size uh, traveling. Yeah, why not? Why why not? And so, like, why not build this wealth and things like that? So that's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. What inspires you? Um, uh, the future. Uh, the future always inspires me. The the goals that I have uh, inspire me and ignite me. Uh, And I read my goals like every day. What keeps you motivated? Is it the goals? The goals. Mm -hmm. Those goals and like. I love, uh, somebody said it the other day, but I, I know for a fact when they said it, I was like, oh, that's what I do. Uh, it was like a lot of times um, you might not want to do it for yourself, but when you think about somebody else that you could be doing it for, that actually uh, could motivate you. And I was like, oh, my God, that that is exactly what happens. I start thinking about my own kids. Uh, I have a goal of making sure that I... Um, Take of my uh, take care of my parents' retirement, our parents' retirement, and um, even they just bought a house. We told them before uh, before they were um, even able to close on their house that we were like we we have plans. Like you won't have to wait the whole thirty years to pay off this. We'll probably pay it off before then. So um, that's how we look at it. I look at it that yeah. way. Those are goals that I have to be able to do things like that for my my. My family and uh and and yeah and friends you're gonna make it happen i just know it i see it in you appreciate you i see it i see it what is um what would you say is the one thing most people don't know about you well it's interesting this was somebody would be like wow well, it, it depends know. on who the somebody is. Like, if we're talking, like, in the internet space, uh, there's a lot of people don't know about me. Um, Let's talk about the real Jeff. I, I, I really don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting because um, I, I would say a common uh, misconception with me is that people don't think I'm serious enough. Okay. Uh, they always see me smile. 
Um, they always see that I'm like positive. And there's a lot of people who take that as like inauthentic at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they think like, oh, you're not serious. And I was like, well, no, I just don't want to be as serious as you. The way I look at it, I, I have mental health. Like I want to uh, protect my mental health. So I'm not going to make things as serious. Um, and I and I am. I really do feel like I'm a serious person. Like, I, I feel like to do what I'm doing now takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of, like, like will and determination. And so that's For what sure. I go after. And, and I'm very serious about that stuff. And I'm serious about, like, what I do when I do it. Um, but, yeah, I still do it with a smile. So I always think people look at the smile and think that, they're like, oh, he's not serious enough. He's so, not serious. Um, I, would, I would also say, like, Jeff got insecurities. Like, um, I battle with um, limitations. Or I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know, I've just been so programmed to be this humble. Because uh, I was just, like, raised, being raised in the church. I feel like a lot of times, they were, it wasn't even just the church, but just, like, school. They're dream killers. Um they, they they suppress dreams. They don't tell you to go after them. Um, they always, it was like, I always go work for somebody else. But, um, yeah, so I just feel like uh, I have my own insecurities. Um, you feel like your dreams were killed or not fed a lot as a, as a child, as a young yeah, man? Yeah, definitely. Definitely as a child, even as a young man. Uh, well, yeah. Um, like, growing up, my family would... Always tell me like, "Oh, shut up." They'll just say it, and it, I mean, and, and not even in a, a malicious kind of way. Um, but like, you're not serious. Like, be quiet. yeah, well, not even just the serious yeah. part. They just didn't take me serious, um, and it wasn't even for the the jovialness of me now. Um, but it was just more so like people said I had an old soul even then, uh, and I, it was like I was wise beyond my years in a lot of ways. So even the things that I was talking about then, like I always think about future stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm, if that keeps happening, this is what's probably going to happen. Um, so I don't know. Just I, I truly feel that um, I still just battle with my own insecurities. I battle with um, seeing myself uh, and just even my body. Like I'm, I'm insecure in my body a lot of times as well. So. Uh, I think that's things that people don't think I'm thinking about or even goes on. Oh, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But nobody knows if you have your own battles that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. As they say, we all have our own demons we fight with. Mm -hmm. Um, But what what keeps you afloat and away from, you know, getting sunken down by those those demons that are trying to fight you or those insecurities? Um, I would say the, the routine, keeping that routine up. Uh, um, and Because something or someone, even outside of yourself, will be trying to drag you down. Oh, yeah, all day. Um, so We call haters, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Well, I always feel like, well, one, people see my size and be like, oh, he can't do that. Like, they automatically, I have so many people... Like, I will outwork somebody in a heartbeat. Good. And people are like, how do you do that? Like, okay, now, when it comes down to, like, physical stuff, like, uh, we need to go run up some hills and come back down. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm already at peace. Like, bro, that's all you. Yeah, yeah. But even if it's, like, working in the field, working in the house or in the yard, like, I, 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 will, I, will, I will run circles around you. Yeah. Because I'm just good at that. Um, and I'm still conditioned enough to do stuff like that. Um but what was I saying? Yeah, the things that keep me going is I do, like, I have my daily rituals that I do. Uh, I wake up every morning. I can't look at anything on my phone until I read my Bible. And then from there, I do my devotional. From there, I go to my affirmations. So it's like I read, like, my daily affirmations, like, you're great, you're love. Like, I, I have to speak this stuff over myself every day. And then I read my goals every day. And then from there... Um, um, somebody told me this motivation and encouragement is like a shower. You need one every day. Good. And so I find, I seek More out. More people need to take a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I find a way to, uh, encourage and be motivated. 
Uh, so if it's a book or if it's um, listening to a podcast or uh, turning on a YouTube, show. yep, turning on a YouTube channel um, and listening to like Kevin Hart or or uh, Eric Thomas or Gary Vee, like that's what I do uh, just to get motivated and get encouraged. And a lot of times, and I, and I definitely know that encouragement thing works um, because a lot of times it's the way that you start your day mm-hmm. that makes your day. Uh, and I really, truly believe it. A lot of times people wake up and go straight to their phones uh, and they can be bombarded with whatever's on the news. And it's already feeding in here. And it's already feeding in there. Yeah. And you can get caught up to where uh, you spent, you can wake up and spend like 30, 40 minutes uh, on the phone and they don't even do nothing with yourself. And so I feel like those are the things that definitely right now are keeping me going and keeping my brain in a good space. Good. Good. If you, those are great tips. I think that waking up like that is good. I've recently, uh, sometimes I'll do some yoga. Um, I've done recently, um, somebody that I care about um, has shared some uh, uh, more, more morning uh, meditation videos and it puts it on and I put it on and it says, you know, you are, you know, it basically says, you know, you are great. You are at peace. You got you got today, you got, you know, and yeah. it shows like great little clips and videos of, yeah. you know, great things and it ends like with a eagle soaring high and you're and thinking, yes, I can, I can do, do this. this. Exactly. And right, we're supposed to, and yeah. you end and you're like, okay, let me jump in the shower, let me grab my coffee. And before um, I start my day day with, mm-hmm. with dealing with my um, sometimes pleasant but sometimes crazy clients, mm-hmm. um, I need to feed my soul and my yeah. head with yeah. some positivity. Yeah. So that's all great tips and advice. What would you say what if you could give um advice to a younger Jeff? What what do you know now that you could tell him be like dude. Yeah, the first thing I tell him is um, don't wait on or all, to all the young Jeff out yeah there. like don't wait on anybody to do whatever it is that you want to do mm-hmm. um, don't think that you have to um, be dependent on somebody I really did I really felt like I had to get permission uh, to do something uh, because like even in the school system they teach you how to work for somebody mm-hmm. they don't really teach you how to be your own boss um, and so yeah that's that's the first thing um, dream bigger. Um, do it now. Um, I, I I struggled at one point to see like my success and all the stuff that I was able to accomplish. How I felt like it, it literally. I don't know why it bothered me so much. Of like I was like, man, I really wish I did this. Like when I was twenty four, twenty five. And you um, didn't. Why? Huh? And you didn't. Why? Wait, the things that you think about, you're like, why didn't? Because yeah, I just kept asking myself that, like, why wouldn't you do it? And it just it, it plagued me, and I felt bad about it. And it really was getting the best of me uh, for for a season, um, not too long ago. Uh, but I was able to come out of it just because I knew that, um, like, what I'm doing now, like, it, you can't you can't dwell on the past in a sense. Uh, you can only look towards the future, and it's just like. Think about it. I'm 34 now, and when I'm 52, man, if I'm at the same like like this trajectory pace. at this pace, yeah, like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be somebody for real, like yeah, like it's like because it's like all the information I consistently feed myself, and like I'm energized, like I get energized accomplishing audacious goals. Uh, the other thing I would say to myself is dream and what I mean by dream big I mean like dream big in the sense of doing dreaming stuff that is almost unattainable or what you think is unattainable because if you work uh towards those things that are unattainable so many other great things just start coming along the way like if you should if you if you want to go for the uh moon shoot for uh the Mars or shoot for Mars because you might even make it past the moon and mm-hmm. so you might not make it all the way to Mars, but Take you'll definitely eat. get really far. Um, and that that's the thing. I, I uh, so Failure is okay. Failure is a part of the journey. Failure is a part of it. Um, that's a I good think one we, to touch we on. Definitely, 
we definitely um, um, give too much weight to failure. When people think I failed, okay, I just can't do it. I'm done. I just can't. Yeah. I failed. I, I fell down. Not you knowing know many... that so many other people have done it. And I, I think about the Thomas Edison thing all the time. But it was like, two. they said this man tried 2,000 times to, to make the light bulb. And I was like, 2,000? I was like, buddy, I would have gave up after the second time. Two. After I, oh, I tried once and I tried again. Oh, that's it. I guess this wasn't for me. I guess yeah. we weren't, we're not going to make this. You got to keep so it in going. 2000, and then even to hear the story about um, KFC. How well, all the NBA like, and uh, NFL players, they um, look at Michael Jordan, right? Like he wouldn't even make um, his high school. His high his, school. His high school varsity team at first. And they're like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah, like or Dr. Seuss gave his book uh, to, to like 27 publishers. Uh, it was the 28th publisher that said yes. So the message so, we're going to share to everyone, keep trying. Mm-hmm. Fall down, get back up. Yeah, and it's, it's not even... And, and this is the cool part. Somebody told me this. Um, uh, I was at an event, and it was a whole bunch of like popular... Uh, and very successful influencers and bloggers. And they were all at the event. Um, and the guy who was running the event, he's a, a popular blogger as well. And he was like, Jeff, and I don't know why he said this. Uh, he don't even remember saying it to me. That's the crazy thing. We're really good friends now. But he said, Jeff, he's like, look around. He's like, you know why everybody in this room is successful? And I was like, nah, tell me. He was like, because none of us gave up. He was like, man, we're not, we, we might not even be the, the best at what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. just the ones that didn't give up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and look how successful we are. Um, and I, that definitely, that pushing through, he said it took him and his wife over two years to figure out how to make money. Like doing what they're doing. And so he said, but now we figured it out. And now they're now fighting. We're making, now we're really making money. So... Even for me, like it's I'm I'm pushing that two year mark now, um, and even in the past like week or so, like I've just gotten so many different deals, uh, which has been a blessing. Uh, but these are things that I wasn't getting before. I was doing so much free things. Now people are like they know when I'm calling or when they're calling me that oh we we gotta because they know your worth. Yeah, they're like oh I know he's gonna he's gonna ask for he's not gonna do it for free so let's. Let me come in here. And then the crazy thing is, is like, even for me, I don't even have that big of an audience. Like, compared to so many people, um, I know people, like, audience counts or, like, followers don't um, make the person. It doesn't give them the the money. Uh, I have 20,000 followers. I just made it, but I'm excited about that 20,000. 20,000, folks. um, But it's... it's, (laughs) It's in that tip. There's like there's people. The twenty thousand on your your IG. Just just on my IG alone. Do you do tic- uh, Do you do TikTok? Nah, not yet. Do We're do doing you? it. We're doing a lot of TikTok during. Snap. Uh, no, not. Oh, I'm off of Snap all the way. Okay. No more Snap. But I, I'm I'm Facebook. Uh, about to get on TikTok, especially with this big trip that we have coming up. Um, I got and TikTok. Then LinkedIn. Oh, I love TikTok. I love being on it now. Uh, it's yeah, great. Yeah. It's fun. But definitely, I know now like what I want to do. Those are, I know that you're a big pusher and you're a big believer in working for yourself, right? Yes. And so that go, lies in with everything you just said, mm-hmm. and you push for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more and more people, I mean, if you can, go that route, don't you think? Oh, I, I really do. Um, I, I do like what Gary Vee says. Uh, before, he was a person that was adamant about everybody should be an entrepreneur. Uh, but then he's he's definitely come back off of that, and now it's like, ah, everybody ain't supposed to be an entrepreneur. No. Um, for some not. people, some people definitely just want that comfort. And I have some really like close friends that they they're like, nah, I'm good. And I actually know one friend that I think would be like a fantastic person that worked for himself. Um, he has the charisma. He has he has all the potential to be a great like boss. Um, but he was like, no, nah, I want to be comfortable. And even I was just talking to my wife the other day. She uh, she was saying something and she was over there like, oh, I'm in this place and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, this is what we we've committed to. 
this is what we 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 put ourselves in this situation. Yeah. So like, let's see it out. Like, let's see it through. Like, like there is a. Let's do it. There you gotta do it till a, the wheels fall off. Yeah, there is a dying to you self. Tell, you gotta do it till the wheels will fall off, girlfriend. Yeah, a dying to the self. Like we're doing stuff that people aren't doing now, so that we can do stuff that people aren't doing later. So like we had, we're sacrificing. Like we didn't know how our bills was gonna get paid, but they got paid for some reason. We ain't out in the street, um, and like that's why I keep saying like. Uh, even, God has a plan for you. Yeah, and even I don't know what it was look in what March. You, okay, going back to the beginning of this podcast, you're spreading a great message, and that's oh, not gonna go unnoticed. Yeah, it's appreciate not. You. Appreciate you. It's not, and I hope that a gajillion people listen to this podcast. And I really mean a gajillion people. Yeah. Um, I hope a gajillion people listen to this podcast and listen to the message not only of a plus size traveling. But plus, uh, it, you know, encouraging people, being there for people, mm-hmm. not falling down and getting back up. Listen to the whole message. And yeah. that's what you're spreading, Jeff Jenkins. Appreciate you. Yeah, and it's all about the like the energy that you put out there. Yeah. Like, if you if you coming around angry and grumpy, uh, Stay away from me. People, people don't want to be around that. Mm-mm. And people are always wondering, like, why are you so, like, in with this person? I was like, man, because I come with, I come with with positivity. I come like I'm not trying to be like everybody knows what a lazy person. We have names for them. There's there's the negative Nancys and the party poopers. Like oh, you didn't go to yeah, like yeah. So it's for us. It's like for me, like I want to be positive. I want to bring, I want to bring that positive energy to everywhere that I come. I want to be a beacon of light. When I walk into a room, like I'm a smile, I'm a light up the room with my smile because that's what it is. And like, I want that. And I've learned, I've been grooming myself to, to even get better at it. Cause I feel like it's an art in a lot of ways because I go places. I don't want to be there, Yeah. but I know like what could come from it. And so let me just put, let me put a smile on. Let me, let me come in there like revved up. And I don't even know, I didn't even realize I was doing it. But I, I like work on adrenaline. Um, like if I stop moving, I'm gonna fall asleep. Uh, she knows. My wife knows. She'll she'll tell you like like a movie start playing and stuff. <laughs> so you don't go to the theater. Uh, we I do. I actually go to the theater more than than, than most people do. Um, but well, I'm well, good. Not now, I'm good. Not a lot of times I can be good in movie theaters, but not as good at home. At home, I'm. I'm You're out. Yeah, and and it and it was great when I was so she single. doesn't come say, babe, let's watch a movie tonight, um, because she knows that she's gonna watch it by herself. Yep. Well, yes, or she's gonna hit me multiple times because <laughs> some snoring is gonna start happening. I I know the and then movie. I'm gonna I be, know. I'm, I'm gonna familiar be, with the. the I'm gonna be in jam. her way. Yep. I'm gonna be in her like she's gonna be like, hey, wake up. <laughs> so no, I'm, like, oh, I'm awake. Oh, I'm, I'm awake. awake. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm. I just realized I work on adrenaline. I'm always like, go, 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 like go. I have to be like hyped to 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 keep Let's going. Do it. Yeah, and, that, and I didn't even know I'd do so that. So you're gonna go jump in the pool after this? No, nah, not today. Boom. Not like, today. Next time though, I do. I I definitely want to come back to y'all pool. I was like, oh, I forgot y'all got a pool over here, and it's this hot summer. I realized this is the longest I've been somewhere in over 20 years. Oh. Like I even as a kid, and I, I can't even tell you even as a kid, I haven't. This is the first time I've ever been anywhere uh, for over. I mean, what I've I've actually been home. I was so dying to get somewhere, and I was getting ready to go somewhere um, back in like February or March and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't go anywhere from January to now, and so I'm like itching. I've never. I'm, this is the first time I've ever been in one city. And, and this oh, home. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like itching and ready to go somewhere now. Well, so. this pandemic has kind of everybody on lockdown, and yeah, um, there's been many travel plans, but we've thought it's greater later. Yes. You know, next year we're gonna rock it and we're gonna take our trips. We've mm-hmm. um, saved our little money and we're just gonna make it even better. Last year, um, a few months ago, we were in Paris. Oh my God. You know, we were you know exploring France and we were at. <laughs> Um, going to um, the biggest mansion in um, uh, the the world, Versailles, mm-hmm. and um, 
then this year we were like, okay, where are we going to go this year? Wah, wah, wah. All, that, all that got canceled. All my travel How stuff. How did I go we, from being at Versailles to just being on my couch? I didn't even, I, I didn't even know Texas got this hot. Um, I knew it could, <laughs> but I, I was never here long enough to find out. Consistently. Uh, like consistently. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, when is this ending? Yeah, I usually run away in the summer. Like we 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 going somewhere. And this is somewhere. like hurricane season, so it's a little more humid and hot. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited because we're actually getting ready to do a trip up north, uh, like north of here to the Dakotas, Montana, Wyoming. Uh, so I got super excited knowing that it would be a lot cooler. The, this message or? Oh no, nah, this one. Uh, it's it's not to spread the message more than just to discover. I'm a I'm a adventurer. Uh, I'm a uh, I seek out exploring, like I seek out adventure. Like this will be an adventure for me. I'm going somewhere that I've never seen before, I've never been to before. I don't know any of my family that's been there. Um, so this is like something new Leisure. to me. So it's it's no, it's still business. Business. Uh, so it's more so, but it's me sharing my experiences. Like people now, people now pay people for you sharing their experiences. A lot of uh, parents know this. Because their kids watch YouTube channels of people, of kids playing, other kids playing games or other kids opening gifts Mm -hmm. or playing with toys. They'll watch people do that. And so just like adults, they do the same thing. But it's now more so like, okay, I'll watch you go travel. And so they want to Well, that's how the toy makers um, do their um, testing. They get kids in a room and then they watch them. And they videotape them and see how they interacted and which one do they like more and how do they do with this. And then mm-hmm. the ones that they like more, they build that in the masses. Yeah, and so that, my thing is to hopefully my experience could be a positive one and, like, I can share. Like, people just need representation. They just need to see themselves represented. And if they see that, like, okay, Jeff looked like he had a good time or, like, Jeff didn't have a good time, we're probably not going to go there. But we definitely going to hit this part up. Yeah, so, yeah. like, to be able to, to do that, I think that's going to be great. Well, I think that you're a great representation. You are thank doing you, great thank things. You, thank you so much. Um, tell everybody again how to find you and how to follow you. Um, yeah. So, uh, Instagram is uh, Chubby Diaries underscore underscore. Or you can follow my website and subscribe at ChubbyDiaries.com. And you can follow us on Facebook as well uh, at Chubby Diaries. Everyone follow him. Check out all his great adventures. You'll see him in Japan, Beijing, all over the world. That's right. He's an inspiration to all um, and to many to come. Follow me, um, The Renee Massey Show. Um, the Renee Massey Show on my Instagram, um, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Till next Thank time. Y'all. Thank you.